Hello, Goop listeners. I am back again with another episode and another guest. Today I have Malik on to to take the wheel. I wanted to talk about something, but actually <laughs> you will be interviewing me today. We're, we're going to start there for we're sure. We're going to start there. Um, do you want to introduce yourself a little more? Um, yes. Yeah, so my name is Malik. You spell it M-A-L-I-K. I wear a size nine and a half shoe. Uh, <laughs> No, um, you know, me and me and Laurel met through TikTok. Really cool peoples, really cool peoples. Love the content. Um, if you'd like to know where I live, I live in Las Vegas, but <laughs> don't come visit me. Not you, uh, them. <laughs> um, a little bit about me. I uh, love video games. I love talking about a lot of shit that doesn't matter. Sometimes stuff that does matter. Uh, usually a lot of dumb shit. You're going to hear a lot of dumb shit coming out of my mouth, but I think it's funny. That's why. Um yeah, so that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. There's other stuff, of course, but amazing. That's exactly what my sister did <laughs> when I had her on. She was like five nine, <laughs> just height, shoe size. Yes. So now we need to know your shoe size. Um, we need to know what size hat you wear in a fitted. Um, this is these are just mandatory things we need to know. Okay, so I shoe size all over the place. I wear like <laughs> nine, nine and a half. It's actually just two, over two places, uh-huh. depending on the shoe. Um, Are you dead ass about to tell me your shoe sizes? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. You're um, like, you're, this was a this was a setup. I promise you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then. Hat size? See, I don't wear hats. I just think I have a big head. I do have a big head. It's a think that now I know that, so I don't wear hats. You have trouble when you go hat shopping? I've never been hat shopping. So I also had braids, and I was like, this just doesn't look right. I just started wearing beanies, like, last year. Can can I say, um, I just started growing my hair out this year. Mm -hmm. I have a really difficult time like looking for like products and stuff for, you know, African-American hair and shit, because I've just, I just never have, I used to always have short hair, whether it had been for jobs or, you know, just to uphold this look. And, you know, now like me, you know, trying to venture out into more, um, I guess, accepting job opportunities. Right. Which is Mm -hmm. shitty, shitty to say. Right. (laughs) Um, I, I've just been growing my hair out, just like doing whatever I want with it, you know? Yeah. Hair, hair is, it really is kind of that deep. Yeah, it it, it is. I, I ended up talking to one of my friends um, recently. I guess he wasn't even like one of my friends. It's like an old friend or whatever. We, we caught up over my um, other friend's bachelor party. I know I told you that I'm going to his wedding in November, but he had yes. a couple of friends for his bachelor party. We all went to um, Top Golf down on like the strip. You know what Top Golf is? It's like mini. Essentially, but you're just smacking the ball from one position the entire time it's super oh, like a driving range yeah, essentially yeah it's nice. like uh this uh, gentrified driving range <laughs> where they make you pay a lot of money to get this section to do all this shit right yeah I swear i swear i ended up getting into a discussion with uh, one, of, one of these like old friends about me growing out my hair he's just like hey malika like, how you been i was like oh, i've been all right man how you been he's like hey dude like i like what you're doing with your hair and i was just like yeah man i told him what i just told you I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm growing it out because of all this. And he's just like, um, yeah, were they ever, like, really bothered by that? And I was just like, uh, yeah, I got told by several jobs that I need to cut my hair. He's not black, right? Oh, so yep. in his defense, like, he's not the- black. <clears throat> he's not- in his defense, he's not black. 
to me, he was just like, uh, I guess I can understand it. Yeah, I think like the nice shorter it looks a little bit more clean and everything. And I was just like, what do you mean by clean? Like, yeah. you know, and uh, the, the, what I got from all of his statements was like, longer hair is dirty. And like, this is just the way that he feels about like the, the natural look of like a lot of like African-American hairstyles is that way. And I was like, oh, shit, like you're one of those. Like, Yeah, white people are always like, they're never racist. They just always like understand what a racist, like yeah. why a racist would say what they say. They're like, oh, they just I'm not don't racist. understand. I just, it. I just get it. I get why they would think that though. And it's like, exactly. okay, because you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely hard for me to like want to be bothered by it sometimes because like it definitely it does bother me initially. But then I'm just like, oh wait, like you just this shit is it's just it's deeper than that for you, right? Because mm-hmm. like you just don't even get it, like so it take a long time for me to even explain exactly. why that's a problem, and I'm like, this is probably the last time I'm gonna see you for forever, <laughs> you know? For years, <laughs> yeah, you know? like okay, ha- so, bye. Yeah, take it easy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fucking teacher. I'm not gonna educate you on this shit. Exactly. Speaking yeah, of like, you, that is... speaking of teachers and shit, what what college did you go to? Oh, uh, I went to Western Washington University, mm-hmm. all the way up north. Very. Love my school. Love it. Um, would I tell anyone to go? No. <laughs> to that school in specific or school yep. in general? Because I, to I that think, school specifically, especially. I think I think college in general is kind of a sham, right? But before I dig myself in a hole for the people who do hear this, <laughs> I, I, I personally think it is a sham unless you're going for something extremely practical, something that you can't you can't not have a degree for, like to be a doctor. Exactly. architecture, computer science and shit like that. Even even that is like very, a lot of wiggle room because there's a lot of certificates you can get for computer science. But That's true. I know. did, my <clears throat> uncle did tell me that to get into med school though, you don't have to do pre-med. Cause I was like, really? oh, being a surgeon would be cool, but it's too late for me. And he was like, you could just apply. Like you don't have any degree you get you could just apply like he specifically went Seriously. to med school because he hated math wow i know and now he's cutting into people <laughs> what the hell yeah but it's like being a lawyer how you just need a degree to get mm. into like the school now you just gotta pass that fucking like board exam shit yeah and then you like the mcat i don't know what the fuck yeah it like is. the mcat for med school and the lsats for law school i i i couldn't be a lawyer i couldn't be up there like because uh, to be honest, like sometimes, like they end up having to defend people who are like either bad people, you know, or like people who have done bad shit, but you know they like the person. So it's just like nah, I don't want to get caught up in that shit. I feel like if there was a hell, I'd probably get sent there for sticking up for somebody who's a bad person because I liked them. You know, mm, I would look at it as, you know, a. I'm fighting like the system. So like mm-hmm. no matter who I defend, I'm defending against something I fundamentally don't believe in. But also okay. I don't think I could be a lawyer just because I don't want to have to go to the research. Like just I'm <laughs> just listen to the logic. I know I'm right. Like I don't say who sounds better. <laughs> yeah, like okay, who's making the most sense? Me or that guy? My, Show of my, hands. <laughs> My my defense would always be, Your Honor, they're full of shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like shit. honestly, like, are you really gonna believe that, Your Honor? 
Also, We're better than this. <laughs> yeah, what, they, even thinking about that, why the fuck do I got to call homie your honor the whole time? I don't what's, know. What's the, what's the deal with that bullshit? <laughs> like, it's like they have to stand up for you, sit down for you, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you don't even make the decision. The jury does. Yeah, I'm like, your name's fucking James, bro. Like, like, <laughs> like you don't even have like a commanding name. Your name's fucking like James. Like, the, I, I'm going to refer to you like, yo, James, like the defendant's full of shit. He, he ran over that old lady, like, send him we to prison. We all know it happened. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> Honestly, though, I could also see myself being like, they just look they just look guilty. The vibe <laughs> is not good. I don't know how I know. I'm a little psychic. I think guilty. that's going to be our generation's lawyers, low-key. Like, yeah. once, once our generation becomes, like, judges and juries, jurors. Have you ever gotten jury duty? No, I, ne- I don't actually. So, I've never changed my mailing address. But I've moved oh, okay. like five times since becoming an adult. So I might have a warrant out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. For just missing a ton of jury duty, but I've never gone. Yeah, who gives a fuck, honestly? That shit sounds like ass. It sounds real. But sometimes you get put on like a murder. But I then, wouldn't want to okay. be put on that case. That See, just... someone did die. It sounds fun in theory, but. A, a lot of people, yeah, it does sound fun in theory, right? But you got to think about. Let's just say the dude who did it was like, I, like really guilty, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like involved in some sketchy shit. Do you not think, as one of the jurors, they're gonna catch you slipping outside and be like, "Yo, like you're gonna either say he's not," because like obviously that might be me being like a little like overly suspicious, but being on those types of cases, if it's like a high priority case or even like a regular case in general, but they have some just weird affiliation with this person to keep him mm-hmm. out of jail. There's no fucking way I wouldn't get caught up in that shit. That, <clears throat> yeah, just like, that's true. That's true. There's a lot of like people to be scared of in this world. Yeah. I, do, there's just like people who are like. Or who just like have the, the balls. Like they'll do it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, I, oh my God. So I used to get into like a lot of fights, like a lot of fights in like, you know, um, middle school, uh, elementary school. I can't. And it's, it, I hate to say it. I'm like, I, I didn't think that I was an angry kid. I was just a kid who like grew up with like three brothers and two sisters. So like I was with the smoke. Oh, fuck load. Yeah. I was with the smoke, you know, like whenever like some (laughs) say, I'm like, you're not going to come talk to me like this, you know, because I have these siblings who like, you know, we, 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 we fought a lot too. You know, Mm -hmm. we like, you know, when I'm like five years old punching my brother, who's already like 12 and shit, you know? So I'm like, I'm, I'm definitely not going to go get punked by some kid my own age at school. Right. (laughs) But um, all throughout school, like I, I fought a lot, you know, I, st- I think my last fight I got into was like my sophomore year in high school. And then it hit me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, as you're an adult, I'm like, wait a minute. Some of these people carry guns and knives. Yeah. And also this shit is probably just never going to be worth it. Like what is to come of this? Like, am, am I going to like lose a piece of my manhood by saying, hey, I don't want to fight? No, I'm probably going to just look like the guy who didn't want to fight. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's actually the best way to win a fight. It's just to not fight. That person walks away feeling great because they don't think you're like, they're like, you're less of a person to them. Yeah. You walk away completely intact. Yeah. It's a win-win situation. I, I just think about how fucking like, just straight up, like, I don't know if I, I use this term with my friends because it's funny. Like, just like some fucking unga boonga shit. Like, you're just like, <laughs> like, you're like, like fucking prehistoric beings. Like, yeah, still, still, 
hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> like, you never pass that. Like, at least like, watch a cyber attack. Oh, my God. I'm like, this shit just look Because I've seen fights, it too. It like, silly. Yeah, I'm like, you grown-ass men, grown-ass women fighting for what? <laughs> like, Oh, my like, gosh. Did like, you Have you ever seen the Bad Girls Club? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. So I used to watch that all the time growing up. Just a house full of women fighting. Mm-hmm. For a summer, and I recently went back to watch because, like, this used to be my shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really <laughs> sitting there watching adults fight over, like, did you move my makeup wipes last oh night? Oh my god, just the pettiest shit. Yeah, and then like security has to come and like, <clears throat> pull people apart, and mm. that's like the whole show. And the reunion's always so strange because it'll be like an audience of people watching oh, these no. things play out and just like clapping. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, yeah, like, we're here for it. Hands. And yeah, no, physical violence is... It's, I just feel like there's It's unnecessary. Options. It's just unnecessary. I used to think that it was super necessary. I promise you. I don't know what was inside of me that felt like... <laughs> I'm like, I have to do this. Like, it, it could have very well just been school. It's like, I don't want know, to, but I have to. You, you know how fucking kids hype each other up to just go do stupid shit, whether it is fighting mm-hmm. or going to go ask out that girl or that guy and shit. You know, it's just they, yeah. they just want to, they honestly, kids instigate shit to, uh, they should get paid for it. Like, the way that they can instigate some shit, they should get paid for it. I vividly remember one of my friends coming up to me. Um, he's still one of my, I think he's like my best friend to this day, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, dude is like a complete asshole. Like <laughs> he's like a complete asshole, you know. I, I vividly remember in school one of the fights. He's just like, hey, yo, Malik, dude's over here talking shit, bro. And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking care. He's just like, nah. He's saying he's gonna beat you up, bro. And I'm like, what do you? Th- <laughs> I, I promise you, this man instigated that fight. He would not let it go for a solid thirty minutes. He had the other dude thinking that I always talk, and I'm like. You're the worst person. That in the is world. not a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a like, fight promoter. It, it, literally, <laughs> I'm like this dude's. I'm like this. You're the fucking worst. But like, you know that that was the last time that it had happened. Um, if I'm being super honest, he still is like he does. He doesn't fight. He's not like that anymore. But he mm-hmm. he is still like you know he's a little he's messy. very much himself. You know he's so much of himself that I'm like, you're kind of a problem sometimes, <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> Yourself is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes Being I'm like, you you're... are, not you. Yeah, yeah. There, I, that makes sense. There are <clears throat> just some people like that where it's, it's like, I love that you own who you are. <laughs> the problem is you should not be that. Your, your personality... Like, it's just a little chaotic. Like, don't bring me into it. If oh, you want to fight, so- fight. He's yourself. super fucking chaotic. He's super <laughs> fucking chaotic. I've like, known people like that. They're so fun for like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm your like, life starts going sideways. Dude, that's how I feel about my fucking mom, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear, like I could, like my mom, like I promise you, if like if you go hang out with her and chat with her for like twenty minutes, she's like the best person in the world. And then after that, I'm like, all right, bro, that's enough. Like, <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Like, this can't keep going on. Well, it's like that's the thing, though. The people that are just the most entertaining. I mean, maybe not so much anymore, but at <laughs> least when I was still like in my chaos, mm-hmm. but it was like super internalized. Like I just like pushed it down. It was like just those people who like their mess is like their life is the story. 
Uh-huh. They're so interesting, like entertaining to be around. It's like they're the main character for tonight. Like Exactly. <laughs> but then you keep hanging out with them. It's like they're actually always the main character, which means mm-hmm. you're falling into a side role. Either mm. you're their nemesis, you're like the sidekick <laughs> best friend, you're like their longtime romantic interest that doesn't like them back. Like you're one of those and it will it's just hard to maintain those relationships because there's no mobility for the both of you. Yeah. What I like, what I will line, But they're so fun. Wow. Absolutely. What I what I wanna say, it's gonna sound really bad because like I don't wanna like I don't wanna enable people who might be this way. <laughs> I I love like again I mind my own business, but like I love some shady shit. Like I love watching it happen. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. As long as it's not happening <laughs> to me and none of the people that I love or care about, like I I, I want to be close enough to witness the chaos, but not enough to get involved. You know, mm. it's like I, I'm surprised I don't watch a lot of reality TV. I was gonna I'm say, like, like, I think you would love it. I'm like, this shit's so messy. Yes, <laughs> it, I think I think you would love it. It's just um, I think it's emotionally taxing because I mm-hmm. watch a ton of reality TV. I guess not so much anymore, but I used to like especially early, right? Not early, like lit, this time last year. It was just, like heading into fall was so over quarantine. I watched like eight seasons of like a show in six weeks, and each season mm-hmm. had like twenty three episodes. It was Vanderpump Rules for anyone who's wondering, but it was a lot. Like, I became a worse person. Because <laughs> I would watch it, like, five hours a day, almost every single day. You, like, losing brain cells watching do. that shit? Not only that, but <laughs> because I wasn't socializing with people and everyone I lived with was also watching this show, our communication style started to take a hit. Uh... Like, the way my brain would jump to like <laughs> solutions would be like kind like they would just start popping up in my head like oh we can just deal with it like in the worst way possible oh. or like all my association got so skewed so it's just you can lose yourself in in that chaos i think and when they're your friend you think you have a handle on it and you never do I... you're gonna turn around and you will be somewhere you never should have been not not in a physical way because I know that like like you being involved in chaos physically not fighting right but just like no. your, your habits and shit I, I don't want to see that but I do want to see like the type of like I want to see that type of energy out of everybody not mm-hmm. all the time and not more than once you know I, I do want to see it though just to see like what happens I'm like ooh this shit's getting spicy like That's diabolically true. rubbing my hands <laughs> like, like that you know? is true it's it's good to see people I mean it's not good but it yeah. is educational it's nice to know is what it is <laughs> to watch someone navigate like the depths like how they go about galvanizing people explaining mm-hmm. the story because I, I, it's like there's some people and I know that there's some people who are like just really like all around good people. I hate people who like say like there's not good people anymore. It's usually the motherfuckers who don't have friends. I, you know? <laughs> or they're like bad people. I'm like your friends suck. Yeah. Yeah. That or they're like, oh, girls and boys, they ain't shit. Like relationships ain't shit. It's just like, nah, that's just like you, bro. But like mm-hmm. everybody has everybody has that side of them. You know, everybody has that side of them. And like. I just would like to know because it just gives me a sense. It, 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 it brings me a sense of comfort. Yeah, it's real. Like it's yeah, just, exactly. 
it's authentic and it also just means that you have like shit going on like you're not perfect or Mm -hmm. i think my where i draw the line with that behavior is when it just it's when it starts to impact other people like in a way that it's it's not like the two people that have beef are like the ones fighting like that's one thing but it's like Like they start taking it out on others exactly or like it's always interesting. It's like being friends with someone who's the other woman. When you actually start to think about it, you're like, okay, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. You have ruined two people. That's shady. Just because you have, like, no impulse control? <laughs> That's I actually, think, like, it's not as fun as it is on TV. Hey, I'm going to be how I feel about that. I know that there's definitely going to be a lot of people who disagree that's not their fault. It's just not like, and I hate, I hate to say that that is, Oh, it's not their fault at all. It's like that, that, that relationship that they intruded on, like it it wouldn't have, that wouldn't have been possible if that person hadn't allowed it to happen. Oh, 1000%. It's I, yeah, I don't think it's their fault at all, but it also is because it always takes you to tango guys. Remember that. Mm Mm-hmm. What, however, is the reasoning of these people tangoing? Like, if someone's like, oh, I know better, but I just want to. Like, that is a very, it's very active. It's not like you didn't know, like, you guys are all friends. Why are you doing this? And it's funny for, like, the first 15 seconds. Like, I'll hear, I'm like, this is tea. And then I'm like, (laughs) wait. Wait, no, that's some (laughs) slime ball nonsense. If they're all friends. Oh, no way. It's it's very chaotic. And then I think once the storyline gets played out in those friendships, like you leave. Because mm-hmm. it is like a cycle. It's repetitive. And then it's also, I think it's a little tragic. Like, it's just hard to see people in turmoil. Mm-hmm. So I just turn around. <laughs> well, I just, you're like, so I simply stop looking. <laughs> so I just close my eyes. I hate watching people struggle. So I just leave. Yeah, but in a sense, like you have to. Like a couple times, you can be like, "Hey, do you want to like leave?" And it's like, "No, I like it here." Yeah, I um, go away. That that oh is something God. that like I really had to like separate myself from a lot. Um, I'm not a savior of anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who seeks to fix people by any means. Like if I'm hanging out with you, um, I usually like to hang out with people who are funny people who I can get along with to do the things that I like to do. You know, I'm hanging out with you for a specific reason or, or, or it's just, it, it is our, our friendship ascended beyond that one particular thing. And yes. I think that like, I consider you family, you know, like somebody that you could ask me for anything. I could ask you for anything. I got you obviously no crazy shit, but um, <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. And once I learned to like separate, like people who weren't at that level, like when we're chatting and like, they start like, showing a lot more of these like negative traits, you know, just to be like, Hey, look, I'm here to have a good time. You know, like I'm here to like, you know, if I was smoking weed, I'm like, I'm here to smoke this weed or like, I'm here to drink, you know, I'm here to fucking like have a good time tonight, leave that shit at home. And I hate to say it, but it's like, come on, bro. Like, don't do this. Yeah. What's that? that um, Dr. Umar. Yeah. Where he's like, but let me refocus. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you might be going through something, but let's get back to the point. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. Let's, we didn't have the conversation necessary to be doing this right now. Yeah, like swear, bro. I understand that. 
schedule some time with me. I promise you, I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, I'll about do this. it. But Not it's right like, now. Come, let's come, let's hang out. Let's have some wine and watch TV. Like I don't want to do like therapy. I swear, it's been unless so it's many- like we've been friends long enough that we have that like code established. That, like TV wine means we're going through it. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's do no, it. That's I, one I, thing. I've been out and about, and like I'm fucking six shots deep. Like, oh, you yeah, know, that's like, different. <laughs> and then, and then somebody starts. To, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's different in Vegas, right? I can't. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I haven't been a lot of places. I've only been to like six states, and one city in each state. You know. Yeah. Um, but I've been to like random bars and shit. You know, whether it have been my friends doing this or random people doing this, or I'll be like, you know, kind of drunk, and then somebody random just walks up and they're just like. How you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm doing good because I'm not, I'm not going to be like a dickhead and not respond to you, mm-hmm. you know. And then they're just like, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Just got broken up with. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is what we're shut the. Shut the f- <laughs> <laughs> and, and it sucks because like when I'm drunk, I'm going to engage in that conversation. No, that's and they know it. I hate it. it. I and hate they it. know that because I know. I don't know what it is about me or people like us. Like I'll be in line at the store minding my business and the person behind <laughs> me is like will comment on something i have i'll say thank you and then this woman one time <clears throat> at like a hardware no at the habitat for humanity i was getting like a cup <laughs> she was like oh that's nice anyways i live alone i don't have what? a husband you know so it's i have to do all my own home repairs so i'm buying all these things and i was like whoa 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 <laughs> i'm like, glad I you can like, even know you like emotional steam off what about me? I had headphones in. <laughs> what made me seem receptive to the story? Or like, I'll go to the bar. I'll like, I'll go with friends, leave to get a drink, run into like, my favorite was a group of three um, cousins mm-hmm. in their like 40s. Mm-hmm. I learned all about their life. <laughs> they were they were kind of great though. <laughs> Yeah. And I was, yeah, every time I drink, I'm like, I'm here for this. Like, tell me everything about yourself. Let's talk about your mom. Let's talk about your dad. How are we healing yeah. this relationship? And then I'm like, okay, bye. Great. Yeah, like, great you, chat. You I've never so seen you again. Yeah, I had to get I, pulled back. Oh, I was on a double date. <laughs> and I, my friend was like, dude, you're on a date actively. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, right, right. You, Sorry. You talking, oh, that's, that's so foul. No, I just get like so caught up. Oh, I mean, when we had met, it was because it was at a party and Mm -hmm. I'd come with my friend and like wandered off and I just got like sucked into these conversations. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have like no concept of time. (laughs) So I'll be talking and it's like, oh, it's been like 25 seconds. And then it'll be like 30 minutes have gone by. Shit. And I'm like, shoot, sorry. Like I got to go. So I was very apologetic. But it was like the night was going to go on. It was fine. And I got us like drinks. So <laughs> I made up for I it. I came back with the prize. So I was like, here, my new friends have purchased us drinks. Let's have a party. That's a W in my book, honestly. Saving money on drinks when you go out. Yeah. It's just the emotional labor of it all. Like, I think once the world opens up, like for real, I won't get approached as much anymore because I just, in my soul, <laughs> do not want this from people anymore. <laughs> they'll, they'll be able to feel it. Are you, so yeah. are you a person that doesn't go out much at all or do you like to go out? Uh, not anymore. I think I realized that I was 
on some level, like searching for something when I would go out. Ooh. And I think that's also why people would come talk to me and I would stay engaged. Even if I was like, I don't want this. I was like, no, but I was seeking. And now I've never had more fun than at home. (laughs) Like I have a, in high school, one of my friends said, I'm the most fun I'll ever have. Wow. And I laughed at the time, but I think that statement had a profound effect. <laughs> she had you beat by years. Yeah, it was just like some random, just some random day during a theater rehearsal. Just like, you're I'm the theater? most fun I'll ever have. I did in high school. Oh, you're a nerd, bro. Yeah, no, I was not cool. I was in theater too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. I did, I did theater for three years. How do I do this? I always meet people. And so I was like, oh my God, yes, I also did performing arts. I think it's just because there's certain people that like you, you gravitate towards, you know, like why, mm-hmm. why, did, why did you like this video? What about like this person did you like enjoy? Like what type of conversation were you like imagining in your head that you'd have with them, you know? Like, exactly. And then like also like their look, do they look like somebody that I could talk to? Shit like that. I mean, and you'd be surprised to find that like a lot of the people that you felt that initial comfort with they do some of the same things. And if not, if, if they don't do the same things, they have some of the same thought processes. And I don't want to talk to people who don't think the way that I do. I just don't. And it sounds stupid to a lot of people. They're like, oh, you're just going to be narrow-minded. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to have enjoyable conversations. Exactly. Exactly. And actually, even if someone's some narrow-minded, <clears throat> then so be it. I don't think I should hear this many opinions in my lifetime. <laughs> like... This, the way we have access to too much information and everyone at the same time is not normal. Ideally, mm-hmm. in your community, you only think about your stuff. Mm-hmm. Why should I be open? Why should I be open? Yeah, no. Well, I'm closed. There, there, there is an overwhelming amount of fucking shit getting thrown at you on a daily basis. It's like, why, why, why did I know that fucking Drake was having beef with fucking Pusha T? This type of shit doesn't really fucking matter. Like I, and it's like, don't get me wrong. I love their music and shit. Probably a cool dude if you get to hang out with them. But like, what the fuck are we talking about? You know why? Why am I going to take the time out of my day to rehearse this shit in my head and like even give it time to just fester in my soul <laughs> to the point where I have a I have a idea about it or I have something to say about it when I could just go talk to somebody about some shit that. I was already interested in, you know, I was already invested in things mm-hmm. that already make me happy. They make me feel comfortable. I'm not about to go out of my way to go like it, get involved in some shit that I have a discrepancy with just for the possibility of it being something that I might like. Like, yes, yes. That is. No, I love that you just said that because I won't watch movies. I just don't want to watch TV shows. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to watch. Like if you tell me it's good and I don't want to, I just won't. It could be the best thing I would have ever seen, but mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. And I'm not going to do it or like engaging <laughs> with things that I know will upset me. Like a show about race, like for like a streaming platform. I'm not going to watch it. Like I already mm-hmm. know I'm going to feel a way. Mm-hmm. Why would I put myself through that? Yeah, it's it's just, just like happy. it's just a recipe for discomfort. Mm-hmm. I hated I hated the fact that like I made because I, I I firmly believe like this. I hated the fact that I made a statement saying that like you do not have to get out of your comfort zone to grow as a person. 
a lot of people were so like bothered by that because they're just like, no, it's just inevitable that it's going to happen. Is it going to happen? Yes. But some people put themselves in positions where they don't feel comfortable on purpose or they get they get put in these positions where they don't feel comfortable. And there's just alternatives. There there are alternatives. Like you could just like you you see the fucking the, the shit in front of you on the grass. You stepped in it. You could have just walked around it. Like you could have just, yeah. like, you know, it's, it, sometimes when you're not dealing with something, it's not like, oh, like it's it's eating at you. Sometimes you just see it and you see that it's a problem and you choose not to deal with it because it's not going to matter after I don't deal with it right then. You know, exactly. And I always think of the word comfortable <clears throat> as it's not positive or negative. It's just like familiar. Yeah. And if your attitude is like, growth has to be painful like that could actually be your comfort zone it could be less comfortable for you to be comfortable and prioritize that comfort like Mm -hmm. i just don't believe things have to feel bad like no no they don't don't. i'm like bro i'm like i swear you're fucking i don't know man like the people who feel like that i know this this sounds makes me sound so hippie like where i'm just like it's all fucking rainbows and butterflies but i think that's a lot of people including myself and this is probably why i feel so strongly have made life a lot harder for me or themselves than they need than it, than it has to be mm-hmm. you know i've gotten good at just not making shit harder than it has to be and like i'll see people doing things and like, i i want to say something but then i'm just like nah nah that's that's you you're doing that you know like you might like it you might not but it would make me feel uncomfortable so I would stop doing it. Exactly. You know? Like there's a difference between being scared about something or like having a little fear. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like for me, growth is confronting on like some little bit, that feeling of like, I'm, I'm going to die. Like just that sense of, mm-hmm. oh, I have no idea what's coming next. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Am I going to like just knowingly be in a situation where I feel like too aware of myself like just too like i don't even want to be open i don't want to like experience it no i want to be i want to feel good all the time like i know it's not realistic but like pain (laughs) discomfort is a signal that something is wrong yeah i and it's and and i know you said like i want to feel good all the time it's not possible but you want to feel good as much as possible Mm-hmm. You know, or that's how I feel. Okay, like and fine, and not unnecessarily <laughs> bothered. Yeah, like I'm I, good with inconvenience if it's like if it makes sense. Watching a show I don't want to watch is not make growing me. <laughs> Especially yeah. it's like in my entertainment space, like that's a space that's supposed to be for your enjoyment. A good time for me, exactly. Like therapy is uncomfortable, but that's. I signed up for it and so that that discomfort is actually not uncomfortable. It's expected. It's known. Mm-hmm. And I want that. I think that's the thing too. just like doing things you want to do. And a lot of things that are uncomfortable, like you don't want to do it. So why are you with like the best version of you even be doing this? Or are you just <laughs> doing it to get there? Like, why is this happening? Are you, are you so doing it because you feel like you have to do it? Mm-hmm. Like shit like that is just like, n- come on, dude. I I need I need myself at all times to be thinking of that. I'm not like somebody who's hyper aware because 
I feel like I was hyper aware until I became comfortable with myself. You know, yes. I feel like once you become comfortable with yourself and you're able to like autopilot, the, like not like autopilot, like your, your necessities, like your basic necessities, like the things that you need to just like, you know, operate on a daily basis, mm-hmm. everything else from there. That's what the, all the other shit I put my brain power into. Great. But I, I, I love operating in that, in that space of my brain where I, I am comfortable you know anything beyond that like where i have to go do something that does make me feel like i i need time to think about it you know yeah i, I want to exist and have no concept of myself as a person. <laughs> i don't want to be thinking like oh does my face look all right i just want to be like mm-hmm. in the space mm-hmm. existing like i think that there's a reason we don't we aren't able to perceive ourselves from an outside perspective. Like mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, everything I see is everything around me. Mm-hmm. Am I maybe like my extremities, but that's to like control like how close I get to things. Mm-hmm. So that's where I want to be in my life. I don't want to be self-aware in the sense of like the physical. If I'm going places, doing things, but I think that also takes a lot of self-awareness. Yeah. Funnily enough. <laughs> it like takes, takes be... self-awareness to not be self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, but that's, then it can that's... make a back burner kind. I mean, it, it definitely makes sense, you know. I think I think there's a lot of times where, you know, people who aren't, uh, who are introverts, for instance, like I consider myself an introvert. Have you ever taken the Myers-Briggs test? Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> Uh, what what did you get on yours? I got well, it's it changed. Oh, it changed recently. I took it again. It, it used to be ENFP, but now I'm an ENTP. ENTP. Mm-hmm. I I am like a. I, like, let me find out what it is. But sorry. I'm I'm an INFP. Oh, interesting. My dad's an INTP. Mm. And I have a sister who's like an INFP. A lot of a lot of this energy in my life. An INFP, what is it called? It's called Oh, the Mediator. Mm. Nice. And then ENTP is Yeah, the debater. The debater. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I do fight my family a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite hobby. I love debating. Only people I care about though. Mm-hmm. I can't debate with people. I just am not invested. <laughs> At that point, you're like, you're almost like humoring like their shit. You know, you might, you might give it room to grow in your brain. And I'm like, nah. Exactly. It nah. It's like screaming into the void. I used to be a lot more combative or like want people to be on my side without taking the time to ask myself, do I even want them on my side? <laughs> and oh, yeah. it like builds a really terrible feeling of you're almost invisible. Like the more you do that and realize, oh, they can't see the world the way I see the world on like some, especially when it's about very important things Mm -hmm. like race, gender. It's like more and more I realize how invisible I am to this person. And I would have been better off not knowing that. Yeah. Or I could have just like, trusted my intuition instead of like going out of my way to confirm the suspicion i could have just gone with what i knew already which is like leave yeah um i love i i definitely am a person who's like everybody 
Um, not and not in the legal system because I don't care about what goes on in the legal system. Aside from like the shit, aside from the shit that we know, like we care about, right? Like yeah, you know, the, the, the shit that I don't have to say, right? But yes. when it comes to people, like like specific human beings that are in my life, everybody to me is like innocent until proven guilty, and I'm not looking for a reason to prove you guilty. Like I'm just kicking it. I'm just here. I'm just here. <laughs> like, you know, if you're here, we're having a good time. We're enjoying ourselves. We like each other's company. You know, we're able to chat or do whatever the fuck. That's cool. Um, but I I don't want to I don't even I don't even wanna give off the vibe that like I'm looking for a reason to not like to not like you or not hang out with you or not chat with you. If it happens, it happens, but yeah. Yeah, I'm almost the opposite or not the opposite, but I'm a much more opinionated, not, but it's more along the lines of like, I will never hate someone. I just like, there is some ideas people might have that I'm like, I just don't want to deal with this. Like Mm -hmm. if you think this about something and I (laughs) fundamentally disagree, not like petty things, like important things like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I think that, like someone was like, "Oh, I don't think there's like sexism." That's such a stupid example, but like um, something like that. I mean, that that I mean, it says, "Yeah, no hate to you." I can't. There are people who feel that way, though. Like, I'm not even gonna try and like meet you in the middle. I'm not meeting you anywhere because I think you're wrong, and I think because I always say I love arguing, mm-hmm. but the purpose of argument for me is to find mutual understanding. Mm-hmm. But I won't argue with people who like a don't believe in what they're talking about i think a lot of people who doing it to do it a lot of people who argue they're arguing to change your mind yeah and if you're trying to do that and if it's something where i'm like i especially if it's interpretive you're trying to change my mind like why are you trying to do that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter and i also don't want to argue with you over that because there's no right answer (laughs) <laughs> like we're so just chatting here you make yeah, us feel uncomfortable just, now yeah now it's awkward now i feel like i have to like defend my honor or something yeah. and i'm too I, stubborn to like let go i i definitely oh i only really really argue about video games and um i think i'll argue about like art right i'll argue about like movies and video games and shit that doesn't matter I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue about some shit that matters. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? that's true. Like, I will, that, you said that made me think of how many times I've just, <laughs> it's gone too far and it's always been over something so stupid. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I will die on some hills. Yeah. About entertainment. But, like, yeah, the important stuff, like, I'm not even bringing it up. Like, yeah, this is not a conversation. If you don't agree, like, see yourself out. Yeah. Or I'll yeah. see myself out. Like, I don't want to, incon- if it's your house, like, I'm not going to inconvenience you. Yeah, you said, I'll see, I'll, I'll see myself out. Yeah, I'll see myself out. Um, but, yeah. Oh, one moment. Yes? Can we please pay for now? I'm working. Do you want to say hi to my podcast? Okay, say hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll see you after, though. I'm done. Great. <laughs> she, she's cute. <laughs> yeah, she's my my youngest sister. She's seven. <laughs> Wait, um, so so you have younger and sisters. older sisters? Nope, three younger sisters. 
Oh shit, you're the oldest? Yep. Damn, so you started having your existential life crisis when you were like, what, 10? Um, I'm kidding. Probably. <laughs> I feel like, like the oldest, like, it, it sucks because they, your parents, I don't know if it's the same for you, they make you grow up faster. I'm the second to youngest, but like, mm. I, I, my oldest brother, he's 34 now, eight wow. years older than me. Homie is like, I saw him, grow, <laughs> not, not physically, not physically, <clears throat> but I just saw like how much he had to grow up so quickly because it was like, imp- like him taking care of us was like imposed on him. It sucks for sure, you know, but. Yeah, it definitely is like, I've been a mother, you know, multiple times mm-hmm. and I love my kids slash <laughs> I love my kids. <laughs> but they are a handful Mm-hmm. Like, I understand why parents are the way they are. I also, though, wish I did not because I am not. I'm mm-hmm. a sibling. But my sister is, like, so much younger than me that I don't actually know what our relationship fully is because it's, like, mm-hmm. we're sisters, but also, <laughs> like, you're 16 years younger mm-hmm. than me. So I could be your mom. But we both don't want to do chores sometimes, <laughs> so we're sisters. <laughs> I, I think I think your your relationship will really start showing when she gets like of age to do like you know to make her own decisions, right? When she's like yeah. sixteen, seventeen, and most definitely, hopefully, when she like gets out on her own, right? Yeah, um, but then by that time, when she turns eighteen, I'll be thirty four. Mm-hmm. So I might have like a whole career, kids, a house. Mm. Or probably not. I'm excited for just to watch her get older and have them live with me or something. I get excited to watch my nieces and nephews grow up. Um, As far as as far as kids, I don't I don't personally think that I'd I'd want any because there's just a lot. It is. It's. I I love I love kids. Like my (laughs) again, my nieces and nephews. I love them. But I know for a fact I wouldn't love them if they were around all the time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or rather I wouldn't like them if they're around all the time, not love them. Exactly. That's, I think, what it is. I also recently realized that I actually don't think I have the energy to not be exactly like my parents. Mm. Be- and I also, like, I feel like I turned out pretty all right and so <laughs> pretty like, all right <laughs> i can't imagine like doing anything different like i think i'm a great person mm-hmm. i think my siblings are great people and my parents raised us so why would i change the formula like i know for a fact that it worked but just thinking of every day having to go against your like programming yeah because they're going to be an entirely different person and like an the entirely shit that worked with different you. person yeah it's like wow i don't know if I, I wouldn't just end up my parents. Yeah, no, there's there's no way. Um, I couldn't I couldn't do that. Um, maybe maybe off off the air one day we'll talk about that kind of stuff because I, mm-hmm. I, I actually I like to talk about my background. Um, yeah, because again, it's something that I'm I'm pretty comfortable with nowadays. But yeah, I think that a lot of people, a lot of like you know parents, um, you you soon realize after you get out and start doing your own stuff. This is going to be really vulgar. Um, your parents are just two people who fucked, like, you know, there's still people, there's still people like (laughs) they, if they, whether they chose to stay around or not, like they were never superheroes. They were never the best thing on the planet. They were never the worst. They are who they are. 
randoms. Yeah. <laughs> two, two randoms who met however the hell and they're just like, yo, let's do this thing. And they're like, okay, great. Sometimes they didn't even say let's do it and it happened. But like you just start realizing like, oh, damn. It's, it's, it's nice to know once you're older because I definitely held – you know, like my very strong, you know, possibly re- resentful opinions of like parents. And then yes. like you get older, you're just like, oh shit, they're people, bro. Like, yeah, it's like you, I expect so much. And then I hear about like everyone's parents and I'm like, yeah, I also got lucky. I, I really care for my parents and they, they made mm-hmm. it very clear they cared for us, but I would always be like, they like, you should have been better, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then I get older and I'm like, better how like (laughs) exactly (laughs) like because here i am like oh i hate that this happened to me but then i'm also just like at the same time this what i gained from it i would never take back Mm -hmm. and i also like i mentioned i'm so particular about my things being a certain way Mm -hmm. And I hated that growing up. I was like, why do my parents want everything to be a certain way? Mm-hmm. But I know like, if I was in my house, I'd be like, this is my house. Yeah. So, you, you, you inevitably end up taking on some of their personality exactly. traits because it's just, you know. Because it's, and I don't know. I think I also was looking at our, the family unit relationship from like the top down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's more about how it plays out. Like what people are saying, what they're doing. Like the, the way it presents itself, and not about like the bonds. So I was mm-hmm. like, "You are my mom and dad. If you do this, 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 and this," and it was like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that outside the necessities was kind of ridiculous. And like I just got an off TV. Mm-hmm. It's an off TV. No, no, literally, ass, I was like no. watching Disney Channel. Like you guys aren't like bending over backwards to like make the world Dude. my happy place. You aren't mom and dad. You're like just yeah. two people. Me. holding me hostage here and then i get older i'm like no like the bond is there we're family um mm-hmm. that being said we're all just like people yeah at different stages of life who still have boundaries they and, still have their own likes mm-hmm. and dislikes and it's unreasonable to like make them give it all up mm-hmm. just because they had that's also why i think it's unreasonable to like have to raise a family as just two individuals. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I think, I mean, little family it, tangent. I guess I have to leave my sister coming in and or it makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think that it, it 100% helps to have other people, like, have a, like, just get a helping hand. Of course, like, you don't want them to raise your kids because, like, there's certain values that you think are really important that you want to instill with them. Mm-hmm. But being prepared to foster an environment where you're just going to allow them to flourish past that, like whatever they do after that, right. Is like, I think that's like where it really starts getting hard for a lot of other parents, because like you said, right. You're like, Oh, I think it'd be hard for me to, you know, have kids because I might end up doing the same thing that they did. But even you talking about your own past, you're just like, well, I, I, even though they were doing what they could, it might've been like the best they could. I still felt like, it wasn't enough sometimes, you know, being younger, but it's because of like, did they ask you often, like what you wanted? Did they ask you a lot? Like what, the, what you needed or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you, and, and like, also it's like, you're young. You probably didn't even say it, you know? Or like, I probably like in my head, I knew exactly what I was talking about. I didn't know the words. Like I didn't know how to yeah. communicate. And where do I expect them to learn to communicate? Like, especially mm-hmm. generational differences. 
I don't know. It's all like a lot. But I do think the best thing that happened for me was I live with a lot of my mom's siblings and my mm-hmm. dad's siblings. Like they lived with us for a time. So I just had a ton of adults around mm-hmm. that weren't just my parents. And I think all kids just need to have like a lot of adults around that aren't your parents because you get what you need and it doesn't have to be like from only two people. Mm-hmm. A lot of my personality traits are things that shaped me came from my aunts and uncles just having those conversations with them and they were different people so Mm -hmm. they said different things and I got to choose as I got older and it helps they were all in the family so the value system was pretty much the same Mm -hmm. but just different flavors I think knowing I had options a lot of kids just have their mom and dad and other kids Especially like them treating you as a person, you know, Mm -hmm. like as a, like obviously not as a adult adult, but like talking to you as if you're somebody who understands like what's going on. Yeah. I feel like babying children and like talking to them as if like they are like, oh, like you're, you don't get it. Like that kind of shit causes them to not get it sooner, (laughs) you know? Exactly. Because babying is a baby is a relative term. Mm-hmm. I think I've always felt the way I feel right now. Like I've always been the oldest I'll ever be in any given moment. So mm-hmm. I know for a fact when I was seven, I felt as grown up as I do now, just mm-hmm. had different stuff in my brain. And when people yeah. talk down to me, I was like, hello, I'm in here. <laughs> like I kind of know how the world works. You said I'm grown. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was young yesterday. I'm older now. <laughs> and that's the same way it is for me in this moment. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so much. Even see talking about this. No, I can't do. It. I can't have children. <laughs> I can be a great aunt. <laughs> yeah, I, I I find myself being like really, really happy about spending like quality time with my nieces and nephews because like I think about how I definitely had a decent amount of interaction with my uncles and stuff, but I wish I had like a relationship with them beyond that. You know, they definitely made time out to spend with us when they could, but. I wish I could just like call them up to hang out, you know, and like I can, but like it would feel weird, you know, not having that consistent relationship growing up makes it a little bit more weird, even though they wouldn't make it weird at all, you know? Yeah. And I think just there's such rigid expectations about what, about family roles, the way there isn't for friends. Like a friend can be any way, anyone, but if you go to hang out with your uncle you're going to expect an uncle, whatever you think that's supposed to mean. Yep. And that can get in the way of just actually meeting this person mm-hmm. and realizing that they might have flaws, especially if you get close. Like I am talking to my family more now, my extended family. And I'm just like, oh, you were also just people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You are also just randos. Like, <laughs> they are. Ra- what is are- going on? Because <laughs> like I, kn- I know for a fact, like there are you have some of your best friends, and you know so much more about them than your your cousins and shit, mm-hmm. than you than you do like your immediate family and shit. You know, it's just like, damn, like this is kind of weird. But like, <laughs> I know, like when, you, when, you, when you think about it in that context, right? One of my best friends, he always talks about it, and he's just like, um, he's not a person who like de- believes in. I was gonna say some shit that didn't even fucking matter. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say some shit that didn't even fucking pertain to the conversation, but he's the type of person who's just like, you know what? I have a decent relationship with my family, but 
I I tend to believe that I have stronger bonds with my friends because you get to pick those, you know, like you get to pick them. You don't get to pick your family. You get to pick your friends, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, he's like, for me, like for him, he said it creates stronger bonds, not like he would disregard his family for us. But it it, it happens a lot faster because, you know, he got to fucking like handpick us as people if we liked each other just to go kick it. Not like I was a fucking like sitting on a a step stool like at an auction you know no no weird shit <laughs> but um you know like you you went out you saw this person having a good ass time you chatted with you're them like, oh, you're I just like, like yeah. i like this guy i like this girl like she's cool you know like there there's somebody that i want to hang out with more and then you start hanging out more and you're like i made a good decision yeah that's that's definitely true but then i think of the friends i used to pick as family mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah no Ooh. i needed someone's just definitely been like listen <laughs> Get help. This get help. <laughs> this feels like family, but you are picking people that are like you. Because like whether or not you want to believe it, your friends reflect either who you want to be, who you are, or who you were. Mm-hmm. And if you look around, you're like, wow, you guys' lives are a mess. So is yours. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> how else to put it. But with my family, because I can't pick them, watching... Like working through conflict just is so much more rewarding. Mm-hmm. I could understand. Obviously, that some sure. conflicts should not be worked through. Like some things yeah. are hard line, but like the little stuff is, I think, is a testament to like how much are you just like okay with being questioned or just okay with yourself that you don't need to defend. Mm-hmm. You can just kind of like be there and be like, okay, great. So that's your perspective. This is my perspective. They're both existing. And that's just what it is moving forward. But yeah. that's very personal. I know there's some family members that you, they should probably go to hell. Yeah. Like I've, <laughs> no, yeah. they shouldn't even, Yeah. Um, there's no resolution here. I, I went to, I hung out with some friends yesterday and I went to this place. If you ever come out to Vegas, it is pricey and I'm not rich. I'm not like, extremely financially stable at all hold on a sec okay vegas with friend <laughs> sorry yeah i was at um i went to go eat yesterday with some friends and i fucking forgot what i was going <laughs> but <laughs> i'm uh, so sorry the food was good oh oh i guess i was just saying like i i often find myself around people who like just like my friends like their entire like set of energy is like we're here to have a good time. Those are the people that I gravitate towards the most. Like, it doesn't matter what you got going on. We can definitely talk about it on like our own time. Like, again, like if we just separate this time out to be like this, but all my friends are just like, we're here just to live in the moment kind of, you know, not Mm -hmm. even in like a corny sense, but just like, yo, like we came to enjoy this shit, enjoy this shit. Like, if you don't want to do that, leave. (laughs) Like, yep. (laughs) Like, like literally. Which is like, full circle from the beginning of not doing things <laughs> you don't want to do hearing plans being like mm, yeah no especially if if you know you won't enjoy something this is just like a general psa to the public if you know you won't enjoy something don't go and ruin it for others yeah because i know i'm that kind of person where i just got good at saying no like you were mentioning earlier, because I was like, I know that I can't help it. I'm going to go mm-hmm. and be upset the entire time. And we could just save the relationship. <laughs> I'm going to stay behind. 
and you can tell me all about it and I can live through you and ex- ha- probably have more fun through your eyes than I would have personally. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Especially if they're like good at telling stories. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I, I love the idea of going with my friends um, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I am comfortable doing with them that I wouldn't be comfortable doing with like a lot of other people just because of just like how inviting they're like, they're just like aura is, you know, mm-hmm. just like how inviting of people that they are. Like they can make you feel comfortable in some of like the weirdest situations, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> like I, like when I started going to like festivals, like initially oh and shit. Oh my gosh. Festivals was, are easy. They could be a lot, but like going with them is always such a good time because we know how to have a good time. You know, like we know how to like enjoy ourselves. We have like a routine for like what we do to just fucking go and like create a memory, you know? Yeah. And create a positive memory at that. I, that's something that also just can't be taken for granted because I've had, I've had friends that like, that, that didn't seem to be something that we could do as a group because some people weren't willing or had such expectations. It wasn't like we are here Mm -hmm. and even the terrible stuff is going to be hilarious because mm-hmm. we're doing it together. It was like, yeah, it has to go like this. And then we can say we had a good time. But honestly, I love, I don't love, but I will always laugh when a lot of like inconvenient things happen all at once <laughs> for me, like going on a road trip, running out of gas, missing an exit with friends. is just so funny. Cause it's like, this would, of course this would happen. That that like, type of, of course stuff, this would happen. <laughs> that type of stuff builds like the experience, you know. And I it know does. that it, it might sound stupid to other people, but it, it's a part of it, you know. Now you're gonna be like, because you get in retrospect, you might look back on some of that shit and be like, dang, like you know, I, I kind of like missed that because we talked about some really funny stuff while we were waiting on the side of the road for a tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like laughing about how much it sucked, you know, like. Yeah, I remember I went to I had a road trip to Colorado. And I we stopped for food in Denver, and I took the wrong exit. We've been driving for eight hours, and I messed up like four times because it was dark and I couldn't really see. I was like, I think I have night blindness. I'm so tired. My ass hurts from sitting all day long, and I kept forgetting to switch lanes in time. And so I was just like, I started crying. <laughs> and my friend in the car was like, this is all your fault. Keep crying. And that made me laugh. <laughs> and it's like one of the only things I remember from that trip that I love so much. And like recently went back to Denver and we stayed at a hotel and I was like, holy shit, this That's is the hilarious. exit that I kept. Like that I just sat and cried at. <laughs> like I had no idea where I was. It was this most stressful experience I've had in my life, but I needed to like, be a little hysterical in the car. I feel like I have to say the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. It was the perfect response. I'd be in the passenger seat like, but you did this to yourself. Like, what did you... No, like, like, what did you expect? (laughs) See better. Because I think someone being like, oh, it's okay, would have made me actually feel like something was wrong and that it was that serious. Oh, my goodness. But just like being in a terrible moment and then joking about it, actually snapped me out of it too. I was like, yeah, actually, I don't know why like tears are coming out of my eyes over like something I can just fix. Dude. So I have a a short story to tell you. 
I'll make it short. Um, one of the mm, second times, third times I went to a festival, I went to EDC out here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I went to festivals, like I definitely dabbled in some drugs. I just, this is the way it was, right? And, <laughs> you know, we're looking for some stuff. If this is incriminating. I don't fucking care. You can't prove it. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we were looking for some stuff before and my buddy invites like one of his uh, girlfriends to come hang out with us. We thought that she was like a tenured festival goer, like super cool. You know, I we, we 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 never met her before, but I'm just like, okay, like I know you're fucking good people, so like whoever you bring along is good people too, right? Mm-hmm. And we couldn't find any you no know, party favors and shit to do at the festival, so she's like, oh yeah, don't worry, I got some for you guys. And we're like, oh sweet, fuck yeah, she's super cool already. You know, we go to the festival, and um, in so many words, so little words. I don't know what the hell she gave us. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was. It was a rancid experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely rancid. Um, and the whole time we're trying to do stuff, like, everybody's just, like, so out of it because of whatever the fuck oh, it was. No. <laughs> and, you know, she and she's, like, you know, trying to, like, pull us around at different places and like she's she's never gone to a festival so she doesn't know where she's going and like jesus you know we we get to the end of the we get to the end of the festival you know get in the car um we start like driving home or whatnot drive her back to her car and my buddy's like she's not really feeling too well i'm gonna take her to her house we're like all right okay cool whatever he's like just drive my, my car home malik i'm like all right great and my friend uh eric's in the car my friend dylan's in the car and i'm like you know what? All in all, man, it wasn't that bad. My friend Eric was <laughs> pissed. Like he, we we love festivals, but like he, like every time we make a trip to go to a festival, he's like, "This is our time, bro." Like we mm-hmm. all, we, we if we don't know how to do shit, we know how to do this, you know. And it's yeah. always fun. Uh, I was like, it wasn't that bad, man. Like it, it you know, like obviously could have been better. He said, "Malik, shut the fuck up." <laughs> she ruined that entire experience, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I've never and I've never heard him say anything. Like I was, I started dying laughing because he was like, he was pissed, he was so mad, and I was like, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, the experience, the specific experience you wanted was ruined, but <laughs> what about the one we got? I, I've I always think about loved it being now. like uncomfortably high for that reason. Because I mean, like in the moment, it's trash, but in retrospect, <laughs> like. You're like, damn. Those are some of the most incredible times I've ever had. I love to have a terrible time. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I know I'm going back on like everything I said. Um, okay, it's like you don't want to put yourself in a situation where no, it's like, terrible if it's from unintentional, the yeah, if it's yeah. unintentional, like it just so happens that everything went to shit. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I almost drowned once. <laughs> what? <laughs> Was it because you were not sober, or is it just because like you... no? Or I'm being dramatic. It was like I could have actually really fucked myself up because okay. I went swimming in a, like a swimming hole, and in a swimming hole, not a pool. No, it's just like some water, like a creek. <laughs> <laughs> what? But like, it, there's like a really fast moving current, but like a part of it is not. It's like a a hole that like the water doesn't move, so you can swim in there. I jumped in, but the person who took me there was local, and so. He was like, oh, this really fun thing we do. We just float down with the current, grab that rock. What? And I was like, okay, great. So I floated down with the current. And then he was, and I was like, okay, so how do we get out of here? And he's like, oh, we walk against the current back. And because I never walked against the current, 
and had no idea how strong it would be. I was like, I actually can't. Like, this is slippery as fuck. I have no balance. I'm stressed. <laughs> so I basically decided to just keep floating down and, like, hop oh. out later. And it wasn't until – and I did it. It was fine. And then I got out of the water. But it wasn't until I got back to my friend's house. And his dad was like, that was – probably the most dangerous thing you could have chosen to do because <laughs> if you'd one like missed breath and you could have wound up in a log jam <laughs> but it's like one of those things where like i had a terrible time in that water mm-hmm. like figuring out how i was going to get back that wasn't like walking against the current but then like you know finding out i actually like could have died <laughs> or like been seriously injured and thinking back on that experience, it's like, just I like, it's funny. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, that was just so stupid. Like, I should not have done something I wasn't confident in. Yeah. Like, it's okay. But again, like, not wanting to be party pooper is what got me there. Because mm. I hadn't even wanted to get in the water. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, it's so fun. And I was like, uh, I guess I don't want to seem like a whiner. You're like, that's your guys' is fun. Yeah. Like, I'm going to complain. I, I don't need to get in the water. I don't need to look. You don't need to think I'm having fun. Like, just trust me. <laughs> I am. I think I think they know whether or not you're faking having the fun, too. You know? Like, well, I don't know about that. Oh, damn. You're that good of an actor, huh? <laughs> it's not even that I'm that good of an actor. It's like, I just think they see what they want to see. Oh. Like, I don't have to do anything. Like, you believe what you believe. <laughs> I like that, actually. I, I respect that about them. Because yeah. I, mean, I feel like if they were if they were to make a big deal out of it, then it would actually become something, you know? Yeah. I but think I guess it's if they never say anything about them. it. Then. But like, see, I'm not friends with any of those people anymore because summer 2020, it was like, God, goodbye, everyone in my life. Yeah, Turns fuck out you guys are... All my friends from a like, PWI were racist? What? Ken Supreze. Whoa, um, whoa, no. I would have never imagined. Yeah, I never would have... <laughs> But see, summer 2020, one of those things for me, like terrible time, so mm-hmm. funny in retrospect, like what a story, mm-hmm. what a character arc <laughs> for myself. Like, was, that, was that like your redemption arc or your villain arc? It was just the start of my like, I feel like in the movie where a character starts to notice that something is seriously wrong <laughs> in their life. <laughs> like it'd been building, but like that was finally when I was like, um... So it had reached the climax at that point. Like, yeah. But then the stakes, like, this kept going and going. <laughs> going to the house. I was really tired. I saw pictures recently from, like, that time in my phone. And I was like, dang, I looked hollowed out. Hmm. <laughs> Especially, like, in the fall and the winter following. I was just like, summer 2020 took a toll on me, but I wouldn't change it for the world personally. <laughs> It, 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 I can't. It, it could be worse, I guess. People say you take the bad with the good. Um, I yeah. leave the bad. I want to take the good, though. I, I, I leave the bad memories in the past if they're bad enough. But if they're funny and bad, I'll take them. Yeah. It's still funny. I, I appreciate humor a lot. That's a lot of like what gets me through the days. It's how we gotta. It's how I have to cope. Like if I'm not gonna laugh, I'm gonna cry, and like I don't want that. <laughs> nobody wants to see that nobody wants to see that i don't want to be sad I would, and if i'm really really sad i'll just take like, watch Grey's anatomy again like, yeah how do you I, I, i've never i've never been a bad a, a bad person at like consoling people 
um, mm-hmm. because it is something that like I can do, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it, it's, it's just the way it is. Like I, I am somebody who can console people. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like crying, I always have like this gut feeling and it's like for them, I have a gut feeling for them that they might be like nervous about having cried around me because I just know how like how that can be perceived by a lot of other people yeah. and like how, how sometimes people can use that type of shit against you. Um, I'm just like, I'm here for you, bro. Like, I promise. Like, I'm here for you. Like, just whatever, whatever happens, happens here. Uh, I'd be really sad to to think that they're just like, damn, like they caught me in a moment of weakness. It's not weakness, but you're just fucking sad. Bro. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, crying, <sighs> comforting people is really weird. I don't know exactly how to do it because for me, it's, Like, if anything, like, you could just, like, sit around me. Get some food, bro. Just go get some food. Like, while I cry, you could bring me some chips, some sour cream cheddar chips, Ruffles specifically. Ruffles. Because I always finish crying and I want chips or mac and cheese. <laughs> Wait, or, mac like, and cheese? Or, like, chicken pot pie. <laughs> mac and cheese? Oh, no. No, but specifically, like, craft. It has to be... Wait, you know, it has what? to be specifically Velveeta. If I'm, like, in a dark place, I need... Velveeta box mac. If the mac and cheese is not, and I was going to make a video about this, if the mac and cheese is not made by an older black woman with wrinkly hands baked in the oven, I don't want it. No. See, this is the thing. It's very situational. So, like, my, I would say I've reached like a flow state with my life mm-hmm. where. Everything I do reflects my mood. I've realized that now. Like, when I was really sad in high school, I ate a lot of plain Greek yogurt. <laughs> no wonder you're sad. What the fuck? <laughs> but, like, I was Greek super yogurt. disconnected from my feelings. Because, like, I'm fine. I'm just, like, craving plain Greek yogurt lately. You're not fine, then. And, you no, know, yeah. That was my way of just being, like, hmm, in a funk. And I feel like my food should reflect that. And so, like, when I'm really, really sad, I'll want... Like, things that I like that aren't great. Like, I'm never going to go out of my way and get gourmet pasta. Because that would take me out of it and make me, like, appreciate life too much in that moment. <laughs> what I do want is Velveeta. Just so I can feel like I'm being hugged. You you should know when you're eating <laughs> shitty food and you're comfortable with eating shitty food, like, something's wrong. Like, you're in the trenches. Like <laughs> Yeah, that is true. It's been a long time since I've... I haven't had Velveeta in, like, two years. <laughs> Yeah, and you're probably, like, feeling good. <laughs> no, yes, that's true, actually. Once I stopped engaging so directly with those habits, though, I have felt better, I will say. My thing is I'll let myself lean into a vice if I know that it's there. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, like, I stopped smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Um. And, like, the day I stopped smoking weed, I cried so hard. Like, I hadn't cried in oh, months. Oh, shit. And I was like, I, I guess I was hiding from my feelings a little bit. Like, it was Dude, easier no. to do that. But I'm I hadn't surprised. even noticed because it was, like, the winter time and we were home a lot. And it was quarantine. And I was like, oh, like, I can get high and watch a movie. And mm-hmm. then over time, I was just like, well, I can just kind of be high. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I started wanting to, like, actually live my life in the summer and I was like, I'm tired. I'm too tired. I think I'll sleep well. Mm-hmm. 
And then I've smoked weed since then, like in the past few months, a couple times. And even though I felt like on Sundays, I was like, I'm having kind of a bad day. It was just so different. Like it wasn't an escape. Like I always say like, Mm -hmm. you're in a journal, you're going to talk about it with someone and you're gonna and I have like actionable steps I take to rectify it and then mm-hmm. I ask myself the question of like do I still want to engage in this like behavior like do I want to eat that mac and cheese yeah do I still want to like <clears throat> smoke and watch a movie I've, and like I, that's changed that relationship so much in like a really beneficial way I found myself like when I started smoking um weed mm-hmm. um at first it was for fun and then it became habitual Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely turned into like an addiction and, and I didn't even realize how much of my personality that it like shut off until I stopped smoking the weed, you know, and it's the, I, I try to tell like some people this because I am a huge proponent of it. I think that it's, it's perfectly fine in, in moderation, however you want to smoke weed. And if you smoke a lot of weed, it's perfectly fine that way for you too. But I think being, being in a sober state for a decent portion every day is pretty important, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, and I, I feel like you don't really realize how it changes how you function as a person until you stop, you know? And I, I've had friends who fucking, like, they used to get, like, really, really irritated when they weren't high, and I'm like, hey. Like, Are you not connecting <laughs> yeah. the dots? <laughs> I'm like, hey, you might need to just, like, chill out. And, like, nowadays, if I do smoke, it's, like, very very random and i smoke and i enjoy it like i i used to smoke weed because i just was smoking weed and i didn't even like think about it it was like a it was like a fucking oh this is like me drinking water at this point you know (laughs) no that's that is the whole i think as a society we like how to talk about weed like just a little (laughs) a little bit more because yes it's not you won't physically become dependent on it like chemically in the brain or whatever but why are you doing this Mm-hmm. like why are you doing this <laughs> like if you wake up every single day like and just like opening your eyes is enough reason to go smoke smoke yeah <laughs> like what is going like it's not a state we need to be in all the time also it really interrupts like a lot of people like who smoke we smoke it to go to sleep mm-hmm. and it's like when you smoke you don't get bed, good sleep no you don't sleep like you don't Go into the cycles you need to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. it's vicious. Like, you're never going to be free. <laughs> and, like, I really did it because I was like, I hate waking up with brain fog. Like, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to be awake with energy. Because mm-hmm. I went home for like a break <laughs> and didn't What, what a revelation. Home. I want to be awake with energy. No, I thought <laughs> it was like, uh, like, maybe I'm getting depressed, like, in the in the spring, even though, like, it's my favorite season. And I didn't smoke. And would wake up and wouldn't drink coffee and would just be like happy in a great <laughs> mood <laughs> like awake to watch the sunset like a lot of things i would normally just like be asleep for i was up mm-hmm. like yeah it's it's not it's not a bad thing but it can be for some people 100 percent. and i'm not exactly. saying that it's that way for you but people who are habitual users um I, I personally believe that you could get addicted to it. I mean, I know if you have your own like thoughts and stuff, that's fine. Um, there are people who I feel like you could get addicted to this shit and it could it could just have negative effects. They're not necessarily the last thing, but 
sometimes taking a break is good, whether it be for your tolerance because you're smoking too much weed and it's exactly. financially and it's like it's becoming a financial problem. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just like smoking too much weed and like you're like neglecting some of your responsibilities because you're just taking more time to smoke than you are to get shit done. Yeah. And if it's like or maybe you just want to like be able to go from like the couch to the sink and it's not like a whole debacle. Where <laughs> you're just like, oh, fuck, I got to get up. Like, I also just like wanted to cook my meals in less than an hour mm-hmm. because I was moving so like, I had to be so precise and think so hard for some people. <laughs> and if you can work and smoke, more power to you, honestly. I thought I could, and then I stopped doing that, and I was like, uh, I was just making that. Mm-hmm. I was, I would just had gotten like, it's been such a long time that I'd done it. That I, I think if you're somebody, I think if you're somebody who like smokes and like that's your life. Honestly, I don't even think that you like even operate in a in a space of highness anymore. It's just like your natural state. If you smoke that much weed, and they don't yeah. realize like what it would be like if they weren't high, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was those TikToks, honestly, of like people who were like realizing I haven't not smoked in like four years. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, like that. And my thinking was too, you know, every day another day comes after every day, mm-hmm. which sounds so <laughs> stupid, but it's Unfortunately. like I made a star chart to track my progress because I struggled to like just keep days in my mind. But like just putting a star down to be like. I haven't smoked. Like it felt like a week had passed, but there was like 40 <laughs> stars up. So I was like, wow, I could have just kept going like mm, tomorrow, mm-hmm. maybe later. But like, when would that end? It's yeah. always going to be like, oh, I can start tomorrow. I think, I think what it is, is like you taking that break and doing it for like strictly recreational purposes where like, again, you're actually like actively enjoying it. Mm-hmm, um, that true. starts, that starts when you're just like, I don't need to do it. You know, like I, I definitely, was like, I, there's been times in, in, in recent history where I've smoked and I'm just like, I might have started smoking for the wrong reason. Like I smoked because I was like, oh, I'm a little stressed today. And then I'm high and I'm like, now I'm I'm high and stressed. It doesn't make it easier. Yeah, like, I you know. know. Like, I always do it and I immediately would regret it. Like it would start happening. I'm like, uh, actually, I really enjoyed <laughs> being stressed with a clear mind. Yeah. <laughs> now it's worse because you're like, thinking about all this shit now. Yeah, and then I want to, like, I can't even journal because my thoughts, like, aren't even coming in the right order. Or, like, they're making sense, but it's, like, making sense to who? I couldn't just, like, talk to my sober friend. Because mm-hmm. if I like, get to the point, I'd be like, <laughs> I can't. making sense to who? <laughs> do, you, so, so, wait, do, you, do, you, do you write a lot? I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I journal, and then I also, like, do a free write um, on my computer that takes more of, like, a creative, like, fictional a fictionalized version of like my life a little really? more dramatic a little more creative liberty on how i describe things um because i kind of want to write a book really yes what would your what would your book be about you don't know i want it to right now i'm working on like a series of essays about like just college young adult mm-hmm. like just being a young adult and they're like in no particular order, just like pivotal, big moments, super mundane moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also feels really personal, so I might just like keep that to myself, but publish it anyways. So I would love to just have a book on my shelf that 
I publish, Mm -hmm. but it's also like only one. Like it's just for you. Yeah. And then I don't know, maybe I'll I'll write like a self-help book and start selling courses. (laughs) (laughs) Like that seems kind of fun. (laughs) I feel like that is like the like one of the most like self righteous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would like, honestly like put a warning in like this only worked for me because of my very specific circumstances. I think that would probably be the most honest self help book ever written though. At that point, right? If you if yeah. you put that one specific line on there, a lot of people were just like, "This is just what you have to do." I had this roommate I used to live with, and she was all about self-help and like she just she like refuted like any sort of like therapeutic or like medical uh, assistance when it came to like your mental state she was all like it's all like it's all within you like you need to go do that and i'm just like see right, I, bro, love, like, I love those scammy things though like i do want to write like a very scammy self-help <laughs> like i'm gonna change your life too. in 25 minutes the maybe, 25 minute cleanse you know what you should do because I feel like it, it is still yourself, you know? <laughs> maybe you could maybe you could write it in the context of like how you make your videos, you know? I think I'd, I'd be... love to read that shit. Cause I mean it's still you. It's not like you're doing it like because it's like fucking it's a character. It's like that's that's just you, you know? Writing it in that yeah. way where it's, it allows you to again still like release some of your creative creativity and you know, make that it fun really for fun. you. I I always think of like um like Osho. I think he's the guy who did at the cult in Oregon. What the hell? The Rajneeshis. No, anyways, like they it's that Netflix document, documentary Wild Wild Country about them. But he wrote book. He, he's written books that are like are kind of good. Mm-hmm. But because the way he writes it is like just read it, take it in, don't don't judge it, just just hear what I'm saying. Okay, I'm I like right. that. Just hear what I'm saying. And, like take it for what it is like yeah just like don't form an opinion just like read the words and if it, like <laughs> hits take it if it doesn't whatever mm-hmm. you're not getting it yet that element i don't like so much but it was just like an interesting book to read because i actually did learn a lot from it but because it was kind of a version of an immovable force like it was just like this is what it is mm-hmm and the point is it to like refute a claim, like just contextualize if this was real. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? But it also reminded me a lot of like Taoist texts that are very much just like statements of things. I really, mm-hmm. really appreciate that. So I don't know. But then if I don't write a scammy book, I can't sell courses. <laughs> Uh, I feel like you st- <laughs> you can still sell sell that as yourself, you know. Like you can still sell that as like this. I don't know. I want to do like a retreat because I, I have like <laughs> a percentage of the people that watch my TikToks are like twenty five to forty white women. Mm-hmm. Wait, it tells you the race. Um, I just know that they are. I just, I just, I know. know. Like, I, look at the, I look at the comments, like people who leave comments. Oh. And I'm like, of course, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, wouldn't you love to come to Hawaii for a week? Or no, that's not Hawaii. That's kind of fucked. Wouldn't you love to come to, like, I don't know, Texas <laughs> for a week and, like, heal? <laughs> I can help you. You're going to write a scammy book and send them to Texas, bro? At least send them somewhere nice. Like. I know, but I don't want to, like, mess anyone up. <laughs> Send them, to, send 
taking them to like San Francisco or something, you know? It would be so expensive. Yeah, or there must be islands off. If, of if you're if you're selling a scammy ass book, is it really going to be expensive? You're going to be making them pay like a hundred dollars. No, the ebook like, will be like two ninety nine, but then the, the trips will be like you have to get there your by yourself. Yeah, by the bag. And then <laughs> if you want to be like in the room with me, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. But if you want to sit outside the room I'm in, oh my and gosh. watch a Zoom, it's like fourteen hundred dollars. You're you're a demon. <laughs> You said if you want to be in the same room. Oh my gosh. No, because do you ever watch like motivational speakers? I so the only one that I've ever watched, I didn't even know that he was actually a motivational speaker. I thought he was just like a philosopher, it was Alan Watts. Um, but that yeah, was just like an impassing thing, you know. That was just like an impassing. And I think that like a lot of the shit that he says is very interesting. Um, specifically that that the one thing that he was talking about when it, when, it, when he was referring to dreams. Um super corny but like i kind of it kind of stuck with me for a little bit he was talking about like you go ahead and like close your eyes and imagine yourself in a world where <clears throat> you can go to sleep and um the, your, your entire life was sleep but you wake up intermittently because i don't fucking know what but you could go to sleep and you could dream the life that you wanted to live you know you could dream like a hundred year life right where you got the girl you wanted you got the dude you wanted you got like the house the car you know, your friends and family were all perfect all the time. Your birthdays were all great, right? Mm-hmm. But you, but then you wake up after your passing or after, you know, this dream is over and you get to go do it again the next night, you know? How many how many iterations of that dream do you think it lasts, right? And he's just like, sooner and sooner, like sooner than later, you're going to start like making the dreams a little bit more interesting, right? Where you're, yeah. you're, throw, you're, you're throwing in variables, you know? And the, the variables that you throw in, you start putting things in there that you essentially didn't have the most control over, you know? Oh my God. It seems and, like life's not perfect. <laughs> no, no. After so many, again, after so many like variations of like lives that you could choose from the best, you know, it's, it's, it's going to start at the best. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know a person who started at the worst. That's fucking weird. Um, it's going to get to a point where you create a dream that you just could not control. And that would end up being the dream, like the life that you're living right now, because you have no control over a lot of this shit. Like you're just here, you know? And I was like, that's corny as shit, but I kind of, I kind of feel it, you know? Yeah. I love that. I I feel like if I went to him and talked about it, like, I don't even think he'd understand what he said. I'd be like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> he just, Actually, you just say, what, he gives you this whole speech and you say, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, what is that? You Okay, you said a lot of things. You just, what you basically told me is that I'm living my dream. Yeah. He said, how? What, you, <laughs> <laughs> what part of my dream is racism? <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Oh my god! No, but I love all those people. Like they are so out of touch, <laughs> like with reality. They're just saying, like, I used to be just like you, lazy, unmotivated, stupid, and then I woke <laughs> up and said, "Enough! I want my life," and I got it. I love that kind of stuff. And yeah. people eat it up because they're just like, instead of admitting that there's systemic things holding you back, you'd rather <laughs> take on all the blame yourself. Yeah, cool. Like, yeah, you have control over, like, again, you just have control, and it's like you just don't, you know, like you really don't. So for somebody to come in there and tell you that, like, you could literally snap your fingers and hit the switch where you're gonna fucking go and eat healthy all the time, you're gonna go get that that job again, go get that job that you want, like all this shit is just gonna come the minute you say I want it. That's like the people who are like, um, they're manifesting. Yeah, yeah, that shit. I'm like, yo, look, 
I completely understand you. Like affirmations are one thing, right? Where like mm-hmm. you're telling yourself this to make you feel good about it, and you 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 could you're, you're explaining to yourself these are the things that you want. So you're trying to make it happen, right? Like you're trying to, but the people who are just like, if I say it, it's just going to happen. I'm like, all right, bro. Like you're. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say I want to say more offensive things to those people, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just don't. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, I used to avoid saying I manifest things, and now I'm like, no, I do manifest. But what I mean by that is, <laughs> I just refuse to live in a world where these things don't exist. But I also just take the steps to like make. Yes, like I do the work. I'm I'm actually just working towards my goals. The, the, the manifest people like remind me very much of like people who will tell you to go pray when something's wrong. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, like you I, don't I, change I, anything. Yeah. I hate to like, you know, offend anybody. It's, but it's just like, I get you talking yourself through it is one thing, but to assume that this is going to make the change, not what you do afterwards is a little bit outlandish. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that I do. Oh wow! Wait, what's happening today? So, sorry, I was like checking the schedule for the moon. But I'll write affirmations down like during full moons and new moons. Mm-hmm. And I used to like think it was just like, oh, write it down, and then it's gonna come true. And then it never <laughs> came true, obviously. But lately, I go into it with this mindset of like, okay, I'm writing this down this is kind of like a meditation, like getting this, writing it down is like ingraining it in my memory. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yes. Do I think the universe will provide? I do, but not like it's going to give it to me in a, on a bow. But if I say I want emotional healing, it's probably going to like, I will probably go into a situation with like a different perspective mm-hmm. on it. And I won't be thinking about it the same way or doing it the same thing doing the same things and expecting different results because I've been thinking a lot about, oh, I want to heal emotionally. And part of that is changing how I move. Oh, like like there'll be real life scenarios where yeah, like, you, would, just, you wouldn't have naturally thought that this would have been there, but it is here now. Like you see it now. Yeah, exactly. It's like I have added like another option, another way to move. Like I now mm-hmm. can go like left instead of just right every time. But just because mm-hmm. I asked that of myself. And said, mm-hmm. I want this for myself. I, I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate um, that a lot. But like, no, I'm not going to be like, I want to heal emotionally. Don't want to change my life though. Okay. Well. I think that's, I think that's hilarious. I think that, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's hilarious for sure. Especially like if you're doing it in a satire manner, mm-hmm. like you're just like, I, you know, the people, cause there's a lot of people who say it in a joking manner and I think it's hilarious. Right. But like there's people who are dead ass serious, like. I'm manifesting a bust down watch. Like, I'm like, like, I'm like, this is what we're not going to do. Like, yeah. If my mom comes into my room and is like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm manifesting. <laughs> I just, like, I don't want to do anything. I'm like, I'm just manifesting. This gets itself figured out. And sometimes mm-hmm. the joke and to actually like help myself, like calm down when I can't control mm-hmm. a situation, I'll just be like, I'm manifesting. Like mm-hmm. my life's in shambles right now, but <laughs> it's okay. I'm manifesting. It's fine. But that just kind of helps me realize, like, yeah, some things are going to be out of my control, but it will work out in the end somehow. My life's in shambles, but do I like the shambles? <laughs> yeah, my life's in shambles, but did I even like my life before? <laughs> no. Like, yeah. why grip tightly something you've said you hate? 
and you're actively trying to change every day because exactly. I know there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people I've never met a single person who has said I'm where I want to be like entirely. Right. Where you want mm-hmm. where you want to be for the moment. Yeah. Like, entirely. No. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I feel that. Yeah. But you gotta, I think the hardest thing about like getting to where you need to be or where you want to be is I think learning the lesson that like, yeah, you can't take all your stuff with you. And that includes like people, it includes like places, like some things, there's a price to pay. Mm -hmm. Like not all your friends are necessarily going to get somewhere and like sticking Mm -hmm. around and like waiting and hoping for them. Like will keep you like in with them, but like your goals, like not everyone has the same goals. Mm-hmm. Life does just like move on without you. Mm-hmm. My which is my terrifying, but the truth. My ultimate goal is to be able to spend time when I want to spend time with people that I care about. That's my ultimate goal. I don't want anything more. I don't want anything less. Yeah, just vibes. This <laughs> that's my goal. I'm like, I just want to like chill. Yeah, like I, I mean, if I obviously what that what I have to do to get to that point is I need to have money. You know, I need to have a stable source of income, like a stable mm-hmm. residence. You know. But beyond that, like, it's just going to come down to, you know, me being able to take time off from work or, you know, just schedule time to, you know, for them, take time off work to go do these things, whether it be just going out and having a, having a beer or going to see a show or going to the lake or some shit. Like, that's that's what I want out of life. I want to be able to spend as much time as possible with the people that I care about. Exactly. Yeah, my dream life used to be like, I want a jet set. I want to be like rich as fuck and do what- And now it's just like, I want time for my friends and family. Yeah. And I, I don't care if it's super basic. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's what I want. But anyways, it's been like an hour. <laughs> and I've basically held you hostage since like five. Uh, I'll take it as a good sign, yeah. Yeah. Um... So do you have any last thoughts or should we wrap it up? Um, mm, no, I don't usually have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Same. <laughs> That's why I, I do an episode every two weeks. I have to charge. Yeah, I don't have a lot of, of thoughts until I get asked questions that make me think thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally understandable. But I want to wow. say I, I appreciate you having me on today. Of course. Come back anytime. The door is always open. Um, so this outro is going to be a whole mess I'm so tired <laughs> guys thanks for tuning in and listening to yet another wonderful conversation with a friend I will be back in two weeks ideally and in the meantime don't do things you don't want to do and just chill a little a lot yeah, a lot actually. Responsibly. And manifest. <laughs> manifest your desired reality. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. <laughs> bye.